It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 And let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bring in the bull. The cow. The cow. What's up? How's it going, gentlemen? Not bad. Before I forget, um, we're sponsored by Cigar Noise Weekly. <laughs> and, and Drew, what else do we have for our esteemed listeners? We're not sponsored by me. Oh. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? I don't know. Smoke Maniunk, Smoke Cigar Are Lounge. we still doing it? Oh, absolutely. Smoke nice. Like a Sultan, discount code, 15% off their website. Look, their website is still a work in progress, but it does work, and they do ship fast. They have a lot of good, cool boutique stuff. Um, so, yeah, boutique-only humidor, actually. So, give them a follow. Oh, boy, also, dude. worth noting that those are just really good people. Yeah. Um, I don't know if other people make that decision of who to buy cigars from, at least partly based on that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I like to buy stuff from people who are legitimately good human beings. Mm-hmm. So the guys over at Smoke definitely count. They would definitely fit that bill. Can they uh, can they call in with this code, too? Or is this strictly online? I Do you know? They could try, but I, I think it's online. Just ask him. Smoke like a sultan. That's the code. So, I was been trying to send some cigars in the mail um, the other day, right? And I have a greater... For people that send, you know, the the cigar bombs and, and packages to each other, and stuff like that. I have so much more respect for you. I forgot how hard it was and how big of a hassle it is to send cigars through USPS. I mean, you just pack them up real good. Well, what did you run well, into? You know, what? so I made the mistake of taking a Sutliff box, which I had scrapped, like, taken out where it said tobacco so but you can still see a little bit of the tobacco so I'm like she's like yeah we can't use we can't send that Um, and I was like what and she's like yeah it says tobacco on there I'm like it's covered and she's like no wouldn't send it yeah they won't and that's interesting yeah and then I mean you know again um, so, I, so I had to go to a different USPS after I had used a permanent marker to cross out tobacco. So I get to that one, and she looks at the logo, and she goes, is this liquor? <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I wish they were this far. 
So here's my question for you guys. Are there any establishments that you go to where the employees are on a power trip and it's just beyond annoying? Wait, did that did that just take a big turn? Like in the topic or did I miss it? No, that that was leading oh, up. Oh, it to was the because because they wouldn't send it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, okay. like I missed the connection, but now I got it. I'm slow tonight. Sorry about that. So did the liquor one send it or no? No, she I said no. I, I said so I told her, I said it is it was a tobacco box. It is no longer a tobacco box, which is true. They send pipe tobacco. This wasn't pipe tobacco. <laughs> and you can send cigars. Well apparently you can't you can't. They're wrong. You totally can. You cannot send any other kind of tobacco, but you can totally send cigars. Yeah. I would never say that to them, but you totally can. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, she was like, okay, that's fine. So she sent it. Well, that's... It's like going to the DMV. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> the DMV. They have a small amount of control over your life, and they love to exert it. Some of them. Some of them are the nicest people you'll ever meet. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we went to a DMV in Mississippi once. We had to get something done. Took the day off of work. Me and my wife mm-hmm. both went. We had to get, <laughs> I think, new, new licenses or something. Mm-hmm. We got there real early. We were pretty quick in line. They went through the line so slow. Mm-hmm. It took forever that we were literally there until the lunch break. Oh, and, no. God. Well, and at the lunch break, they just said, all right, everybody leave and come back and make a new line in an hour. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We're like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. So that's my answer. The DMV. So interesting... And then, Drew, this just gives you a little bit more time to think about your answer. Good, because um, I don't have one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my dad has to renew his license. My dad is what would be considered an elderly driver now. So when they had finally started opening up the DMVs, the lady straight up told me, she goes, now's probably not a good time to come. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Because she's like, you don't want to put your dad in a situation where he's with all of these people and people are lacking patience and, you know, whatever, because they haven't, a lot of people's licenses had expired, you know, within like a three month time frame, right? And I Mm -hmm. think, at least in Illinois, and I don't know if it's other places the same, but they've basically made it to where you could extend your driver's license is valid till October. Or something like that, to where you could renew it without penalty or, or whatnot. But in addition to my dad renewing it, he's at an age where he also has to do a road test now, right? Really? Yeah. So I like, didn't know they redid those ever. Yeah. So if you're over seventy-five, is that a Chicago gotta, thing, Illinois thing? I, I think I, I don't know. It's okay. probably different in every state, but. Not only do you have to do the road test or the vision test, and my dad has no tickets, so he doesn't have to do the written test. 
but he still has to do this road test. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I wonder if they're going to make him do it because do they want to put people in the car together. And I guess if you wear a mask, but it just seems like unnecessary. I don't know. Maybe it is kind of necessary, but I wonder if they're going to continue or make them do that. But it's interesting, man. Because we're all supposed to. I know, and we're all supposed to have these new licenses, right, by the end of the year? The real ID ones? Yeah. Yeah, we still don't have them here either. So, I don't know. Anyway, Drew, does that give you enough time to <laughs> no. figure out your power trip play? <laughs> this is Drew's power trip play right here. Yeah. <laughs> what Mo said. Um, I can't. I can't think of a specific place, but anywhere where like, like you have like mall cops, where it's like, come on, dude, really. Calm down. Yeah. Have you ever gotten hassled by a mall cop? No, no, no. I'm not saying specifically mall, but like, uh, like those oh, type the of cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That type of thing where they're like, look, I used to work in that industry, not mall cops, uh-huh. but security and whatnot, and the it's full of a bunch of people that couldn't make it as a actual cop. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, they always compensated for things. Yeah. Not everybody, like getting, but a lot. It's like having one of those big pickup trucks. Just like <laughs> that. <laughs> I have a little pickup truck now, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a big pickup but truck, nice truck, guys. It's huge. Yeah. There you go. One of those... Uh, <laughs> remember those what was do you guys remember the pickup truck that was like didn't like ford make Suzu trucks for a while so like they had the same thing as a ranger but it was called something else i don't remember what the fuck that was called but that <laughs> that's um, it was uh it was mazda they made the same thing as yeah, mazda maybe yeah yeah it might have a ranger mazda. was the the same version in a mazda the, right it looked identical other than it had Mazda yeah. logos on it. <laughs> right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google Japanese Ford Ranger. Because <laughs> that's what it was. I don't remember the name of it, but that's what it is. Oof. Somebody watering the grass there? Uh yeah, my neighbor. Oh. <laughs> did you find it? Hmm? Did you find it? Did no. Provide? Well, no, no. There is, unfortunately, there really isn't uh, a Japanese Ford Ranger that they make specifically for that market. So, Fair enough. All right. We got a question from, from our buddy G Fizzle. Uh, of course. He, he sends questions like every week. That's He's, he's probably our, our top question sender. Um but he wants to know uh, which sports will work well without live fans and which ones are going to need fans to survive. Real quick, I found it. 
Oh, okay. So starting in 1994, a rebadged Ford Ranger was also sold as a Mazda B-Series. Great call, Drufus. Yeah, Mazda. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. All right. So So I was actually thinking about this question. Go for it, because I was not thinking about this question. Yeah, and I and I wish I wish Daniel was on for this one just because um, you guys aren't so much into sports, but and I may actually have to change my answer now that I think about it after thinking about Drew boxing Mike Tyson. But <laughs> I would say the sport that you could definitely get away with not having really fans in the stands would probably be something like baseball or soccer. Um. I remember the White Sox had a makeup game against the Baltimore Orioles like maybe four or five years ago. And they had to play with no fans there. And I don't remember the reason why. Because um, they're the White Sox and they don't have fans. Perfect. There you go, Cal. And it really, I mean, it's weird, but it's its not. The, one, the ones that I would say would be kind of weird without fans would be hockey um, and because I feel like that atmosphere makes it so electric when you're actually there. Um, I also think the NBA can get away without having fans at, because it's just like playing basketball in the gym or something like that. Um, but also boxing. I think you would need fans there or else I think it'd be weird. It yeah, definitely that, makes it more electric. Or UFC, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're doing UFC right now with no fans, right? Yeah. yeah. There's still people there, but not fans per, per se. Mm-hmm. So at least you got coaches and whatnot, you know, being able to yell and cheer and whatnot. Right. Man, I've been scrolling through my Facebook feed, and every now and then it'll pop up like a a wrestling thing like you know fake wrestling and they're doing it right now with no fans and that is hard to watch with no fans i'll be scrolling through just like what is going on here and there's no sounds from the fans like that requires people buying into it for it to be fun so here's a question because you just you probably touched on a pretty sore topic right now cal because you know it the wrestling is fake, but the injuries are very real. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. not but, a safe thing to do, but, but <laughs> it's pretty clearly scripted. Right. That's that's all I mean. Do you guys consider professional wrestling to be a sport? All right, Drew, while you think, a I'm going to throw in an answer. Go for it. Go for it. It depends how you do it. Um, okay. I think if you do it where, like, you're incredibly physical about it and you're doing all kinds of crazy shit, then yes, I would consider that a sport um, because I'd consider a lot of things like that sports gymnastics, I would say is a sport and it's pretty similar in certain ways. But if you're like one of those hype guys, or you're like one of the really big dudes that doesn't do anything interesting, Mm -hmm. like then I'm not sold. (laughs) We got you. 
I'm, I think, I'm thinking no. It is not. Right. It's not a sport. Okay. It's entertainment. Uh, technically, like by definition, a sport is something that you train for to then compete at. Which, yeah, I, mean, I guess some of them do matches, have titles. They train the whole match. It's choreographed. It is choreographed. Right, so that takes off the element of competition, though, because you already know what's going to happen. Yeah. The same is true for gymnastics, assuming you do it correctly. Uh, well, uh, no, you don't know who the winner is at the beginning of the match. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, okay, so so a boxing match... Where it's rigged, right? Well, somebody takes a fall. Is it not a sport anymore? It would have to be rigged. (laughs) (laughs) If 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 the people that are competing in it, whether it be two people or ten, know who's going to win it before it starts, it's not a sport. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. And not just like, oh, this guy's a freak of nature and we know he's gonna win this time. Mm-hmm. Like that, but actual like he's he's gonna be the one that wins today. <laughs> right. Well, that's I think that's fair. Golf, fair tennis, point. all those are sports. Absolutely, dude. Hey, tennis is brutal. That is pretty rowdy stuff, huh? I mean. That's got to be up there with soccer in terms of conditioning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, running back and forth. That's rough on your whole body, too. Oh, forget it. What's the easiest sport? Easiest? Yeah, that you can think of. <laughs> Being a backup quarterback to Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is deflate the balls. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty easy. Yeah. That's a I tough question, though, because I feel like everyone that pops into my mind, I'm just like, you know, I just don't know enough about what that takes. Because, yeah. like, bobsledding doesn't look that hard, but I bet it is. Yeah. Okay, so there's a difference between level of skill and how difficult it like i'm assuming drew that you're talking about it from the perspective of like wear and tear on your your body Mm, no i was really just gonna make fun of baseball but (laughs) so what i was really just gonna make fun of baseball oh (laughs) well there's that too i get it it's it is difficult because i probably could not hit a ball at 100 miles an hour with a bat so i understand it is but I still want to make fun. <laughs> they they play they play nine minutes out of a game. That's not much different from the NFL, though. Yeah. That fit- seems to be like a phenomenon with American sports. I feel like every other sport, like every other country, doesn't do that shit. Yeah, American sports are like lazy sports. <laughs> I don't know if they're exactly lazy. They're more like. Short bursts of intense action. And yeah, then yeah. A lot of nothing. That is true. Tell you what, I, I would not want to play in the NFL. No, I don't, I don't think you, I don't think you ever come out the same. No, definitely not. I really don't. Um, 
so we received a rather warm compliment on a post the other day. Yeah, we did. Um, where Moto Guzzi referred to us as the assholes of Monday. All right. And let me tell you, that made my day. I really, <laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, did you guys take it as heartwarming as I did, or? I didn't, uh, is that what he was saying? Well, hold on, we got a power deed coming here. <laughs> Between that and the bird. <laughs> Yeah. He's he's co-hosting with you over there. The, the power <laughs> power stroke. He he was uh, stroking that power. Yeah. Power no compensation. <laughs> uh, so I didn't take it like we were the assholes of Monday. Like we were helping him get ready for assholes of Monday. I took it. I'm pretty sure he meant we're the assholes of Monday. <laughs> well. If that's the case, I like it better than the way I took it. <laughs> See, we're, we're going to have to, we have to take it that way. Because otherwise we've ruined Moe's day. Right. Because we're technically the assholes of Tuesday. Mm. <laughs> the assholes of whatever day you listen. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. He's a week behind. <laughs> Choose your own asshole day. <laughs> He was smoking something pretty damn good, though. Yeah, that Sultan's uh, legacy. B&B will be getting the final batch of those from uh, the shipment we've been talking about. <laughs> For five Someday. Years, uh, no, no, no. They're they're legit shipping out from, from here. Uh, Sultan's headquarters. Sultan's, Sultan's <laughs> HQ. <laughs> <laughs> so this Jews toy room yeah they uh no they're sitting in the office <laughs> <laughs> they uh this is this is it this was the second half of that batch so once these are actually are gone gone they're gone so what i don't want anybody to miss here is this is a testament to your home humidification prowess that's because true. No they, one's had any issues, and it's not like they've been stored in some fancy warehouse. These have been right. Don't give away your... the secret, man. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's a fancy <laughs> warehouse, though. It's a it's a fancy yeah. Drew house. Yeah, he's got he's got little, you know wood trim on the on the walls. These these <laughs> these have actually traveled. Some of them clear across the damn country and back too. Some of them probably came from Chicago back to here. <laughs> Most of them have traveled right. to, to Colorado and back as well. Oh, yeah, the great the great Colorado experiment of 2015. That was awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, 72 hours. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't think I know this story. <laughs> I, well, I drove, I drove to Colorado for, fucking, the, for the Clark weekend. Lewis and Clark for a minute. <laughs> I mean, they found the way west already. <laughs> it was a, 
It was a long weekend getaway to Colorado. <laughs> and you took all the cigars with you? I took everything I owned with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I was looking at moving, uh, moving back to Colorado. And then I got there and decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> you just looked yeah. around and were like, fuck this place. Uh, there, there's more that goes to it, but yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's the uh, quick version. <laughs> yeah, I swear, Drew's like an international man of mystery. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, why? Why did that happen? Every everybody's gonna want to know. That's honestly what I even ask myself at this point too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember thinking that at the time. Yeah. <laughs> got you. Got to do it to to have the story though. You got to do it to know you don't want to do it. <laughs> Sometimes that's the damn truth right there. It is. Absolutely. It was It was a good weekend. I got to catch up, see some friends. I did go back like two weeks later, actually, as again. Did some job interviews. Did you have all your stuff with you again? No, no, no. That time I decided to leave the stuff at the house. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great. Just driving all your shit around in a big-ass trailer for two weeks. That's what I do. Yeah. About a week. I had it in there about a week. Cigars went in the house, just so everyone knows. But they have been toted across the country. Yep. Well, I think it adds to their character, yeah. Yeah, it adds to their character. Yeah. I've been, I've cultured been really now. happy that... And we really haven't spent any time talking about those cigars much on the podcast, but... The thing that's made me most happy is when people say, you know what, man, they aged really well. Hell yeah. That, that's good. That's cool. So. They did, too. I was surprised. I, I hadn't smoked one for you know, several years, but they're both really good. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, you might want to get into the cigar business. You think, yeah. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> there might be a chance. There might be a spot there. Something to think about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I just got to develop my palate a little bit more. <laughs> so, um... If you do want these cigars, um, they'll be going on sale at B&B in the next week or so. And this is it. Last chance, for sure. 100%. I have none left. They're leaving my house. That is true. So. Again, aged from uh, first rolled back in 2015. I also so, think it's kind of funny that we haven't had to talk about them very much because that first batch just sold out. It went quick. It really did. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, so it's like there hasn't been a reason to talk about them because people can't buy them until you send them again. <laughs> if anybody had issues, contact us as well because we did hear of an incident. Mm-hmm. Um, they sold out, but the system messed up and let people buy them still. Yeah, and they didn't have any more. <laughs> was and, that a mistake uh, or was that just you know business? If you're interested in these, <laughs> yeah. you might also like. So uh, black works. Uh. <laughs> yeah, if anybody else had that issue, contact us. We'll we'll help you out. Um, if if not, like I said, they will be available. Uh, yeah, soon. Yeah, this, and, and this I week guess- next. I wanted to, and maybe we're looking for a little bit of feedback. If the opportunity presented itself, 
for us to do a future project. Um, would people be interested in that? Is that something people would want? Like a new Sultan's a smoke cigar? Yeah. yeah. And then this time it would have, you know, Drew and I kind of talk like input from you and, you know, maybe Danny, but, um, if, if he shows up that day. <laughs> yeah, if he, if he shows up that day. But, you know, that'd be like a, a quadruple effort cigar. Or cigars, I guess. I wonder if that would be really good, or if you put all of us together and suddenly it's terrible because we all have such different things going on. All right, so let's, okay. Okay, so. I've never so, made a cigar, so this is going to be where I learn something from Mo. If we were gonna, if we were gonna do a Venn diagram, I feel like we would have Drew in one circle, Danny. No, actually, Danny's kind of similar to Drew, maybe in their palette. Sometimes, not yeah. in every way, but in some ways. Yeah. So, like me and so it almost be like a Olympic logo. Like me and Kyle, kind of like overall, and then Danny, like a horizontal Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> You you and Cow are touching. Me and Danny are yeah. touching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> who's t- who's touching Danny and me? Skip. Do we make a circle with our circles? <laughs> yeah, well, that, well, that's how we'd have to try. We'd have to try to figure out. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to figure it out. There there are definitely cigars that all four of us like, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're expensive. Yeah. Yeah, generally. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a thirty dollars Sultan's a smoke cigar? Hit us up. Dude, you make it rare enough. I think people <laughs> would buy one. <laughs> you don't need very many people to buy one when they're thirty dollars. So there there was okay, so speaking of saving money, I was extremely delighted when I saw on Half Wheel the other day that they did a review of those Ziploc weather containers or weather seal zip Ziploc type tubs or whatever you want. I don't even know what they're yeah. called. Yeah. Exactly. The tupper doors. Yeah. I was so excited about that. I thought that was awesome that they did that. Um, I love that. I think again, where we go wrong a lot, especially in today's, with social media influences and stuff like this is like this constant barrage of, of cigars, our lifestyle bullshit. And look, the reality is a lot of people don't have, you know, for a lot of people, dude, it's like, okay, I have enough money to buy cigars, but I can't go spend $500 on a humidor, you know? And so I'm glad to see that they did something like that to show people or reinforce to people like, you don't have to spend a ton of money to be able to take care of your cigars properly. That's what a lot of mine are in. That's what the Sultan's cigars are in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have been since 2015. <laughs> That's easily the best review they have ever written on their site. You think so? Why? Uh, I think it speaks to a lot of people, which I think is nice. Uh, I don't think a review has to do that, but it does. <clears throat> it's it's something that everybody can use, right? Like, 
if you read that review and you don't think, oh, that could be a good idea, then I, I don't know what to tell you. Right. Um, like, it, it's not what I'm using right now, but I've used it before. Yep. So, I don't know. It, 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 for me, the thing that I really like is that it normalizes something that a lot of people do and that they get some flack for sometimes. Sure. Yep. Because that's Spot a good up. solution. You put it in the fucking plastic. It's better than a wood humidor. No, like not, not just like it is functionally superior. I'm sorry. It is true. Yeah, so good. I like it when we when we sort of normalize the things that are actually normal and okay. Yeah, and I think you'll get that opinion from me across most everything in society, but I'll take it for this one half of the thing too. It's kind of like it normalizes what a lot of people consider a hack, you know? Sure. Yeah. And um, it really isn't. It's it's a smart way to store your cigars, and mm -hmm. we've been talking about this for years. So. Um, it's like if they if they uh, suddenly said, you know, hey, guys, you don't have to go to a restaurant to get a good meal. You hear about this thing called cooking at home? <laughs> like, Holy cow. Yeah, it's just a good Holy idea. Yeah. <laughs> so um, since we're on humidors and all. So I haven't really seen this, but I'm sure it's come up. Um, if if you have to control. Uh, so people in their house, um, maybe you can't have the house on, on 70. Um, is temperature more important or humidity more important? I mean, they're both important in their own ways. But if I, if, if I, if I got a, it's important your temperature doesn't go too high for beetles. Yeah, let's so let's let's pretend my wife complains that the bill's too high and I gotta kick it up to seventy five, seventy four. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> So let's just say my house stays on like sixty eight, by the way. Oh yeah, I was gonna say there's no way Drew compromises on that. This is not a real scenario. <laughs> um so do I keep them a little drier? To counteract the, the the warmth, what what do you guys think? What what's what's the solution to keeping those cigars good? I think you find the right spot in your house for it. So there might be a room that's a little cooler. Um, you want to make sure you stay away from those outside walls at that point because those might get a little warmer. Just do sort of everything you can to find a spot that that is cooler. If you got a basement, that might be the Ooh. right place for them. Um, but I feel like most houses have, have somewhere that doesn't, you know, the heat doesn't jack all the way up that high. Yep. And then uh, where, do, where do you keep your humidity at on yours? What do you, what's your ideal? You know, I've been more and more sold, but like somewhere around 65 is the right place. Yeah. A little mm. drier, huh? Yeah. Yeah, your cigars are more ready to smoke. I don't have any issues with uh, with anything being too wet. I haven't really had any trouble with it at all. But anywhere anywhere between like sixty five and sixty nine is about my my good spot. <laughs> <I'm> the, <laughs> thanks, Mo. The I, I'm uh, I'm like sixty nine seventy. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, which is what I do with all mine. 
And obviously it's 68 in here, so. <laughs> <laughs> we kick it up to like 70 during the day. Oof. Dude, I like it cold. Fuck that. Same. I've been, I've, I'm actually ready for winter already. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Not Chicago Dude, was... winter, our winter here. <laughs> Dude, listen. And people thought I was crazy, but the first year when I moved to Oklahoma, we talked, and I, it was like 115. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. And I was like, this is great. Like, what? Well, <laughs> okay, so I'm lucky. I was lucky enough to not have to work outside. So, well, at the time, actually, I was in a triple-wide trailer on a grain elevator uh, site. Drew knows. He's, he saw yeah. where I used to work, and, um, which was converted into a... Uh, somewhat of an office if you want to call it um but it's not like i was left in luxury but you know i was inside but i just like heat i really do not necessarily like florida heat but i i like like oklahoma texas i don't mind that stuff i mean i could potentially be predisposed to enjoying that type of weather if you want to go that route. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that's a real thing. Built to weather that, if you will. But, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> although more Mediterranean, but still close enough. Yeah, they're, that's close. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I never minded it, man. I enjoyed that. Uh, I got another question then for you guys. Are you feeling all right? I, I've been building up these topics for weeks, dude. I got two. Come on. <laughs> he's going to explode. Cover this your is face. great. I'm just going to sit here. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you get out of the shower, you towel off, you get ready, you fix your hair, whatever. Do you put your socks on first or your pants? Ooh, that's a good one. Is that a good one? Who puts their socks on first? I oh, do. I do. Absolutely. What? Dude, it's always yeah. awkward afterwards putting your pa- your socks on when your pants on. Yeah, that's weird. What? Yes. <laughs> I wish Danny was here. I knew this was going to be good. <laughs> you guys are crazy. That doesn't even make sense. Uh, <laughs> I put my socks on before my underwear. Yeah, sometimes that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking about that. <laughs> sometimes uh, he uses a sock as his underwear. Right. Well, hey. <laughs> you have to when you're male. <laughs> But, um, how do you put on like you like crew on, socks yeah. with your pants on? Well, who wears crew socks? You just put socks on your shoes on your uh, on your feet. Do you wear like, like ankle socks? No, I wear like uh, you know loser socks, like crew or boot, sure boot socks <laughs> or something. Pantyhose, yeah, you gotta <laughs> you know roll them all the way up or whatever. I don't know how that works either. <laughs> Um, that's always awkward. No, I, I actually, I, I really just don't like wearing socks at all. I don't like mm-hmm. anything on my feet. Like I'm not wearing, I'm outside right now. I have no shoes or socks on at all. Um, so the socks are last cause I, I just fucking hate having things on my feet. Interesting. So no foot fetish for you, Kyle? I mean, you could have one, but just don't put socks on them. <laughs> but no, the answer is no. <laughs> I almost sent you guys a picture the other day, by the way, speaking of that, because I know how much you hate feet. 
Um, I got a nice tan from my slides. Nice. Farmer tan, but it's like Mm -hmm. super white where the, you know, the, um, whatever that thing is on the slides is called. Just happy. Just happy you were wearing slides. I would, nice. I would literally almost just take my pants back off to put on socks. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? Versus rolling like pants up to put on stock socks. Yeah. Wait, why do you roll them up? How do you, you got to pull them up your leg to get your sock up all the way or it's like bunched up at the ankle. I mean, you only pull it up a little Because Drew bit. ends up tucking them into his socks. <laughs> How high up are your socks going though? He goes like... for that 1700s look. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that, at the to- bottom. do that tomorrow to work. Uh, I no, Look, if I'm wearing, I either wear ankle socks where you can't see them at all. Mm-hmm. Or I'm wearing like. I've never even seen like, you wear regular socks. You always socks. wear ankle socks. I wear boot socks a lot now. But mm-hmm. normally ankle socks with any kind of tennis shoe or anything. <laughs> I, I used to, even when you were here. I'd wear like boot, boot cut socks. Yeah. Hit the top of your boot. That's a good question, man. People got to leave some comments on this one. I'm really curious. Like, is this a thing that I'm doing wrong? Or, like, are these two crazy or what? (laughs) Well, based on the sentiment (laughs) shared by Drew and I, I think we're right. It doesn't even make sense. Socks or pants first? Yeah, undergarments before overgarments, bro. That's true. You put your pants on and then your underwear? I mean, if I'm feeling like Superman, <laughs> that's a good. One. That's a good point, Mo. Yeah. yeah. But do you right. put all of your undergarments on before your? That doesn't make sense. Underwear and socks. No. What else are you wearing? Well, if I'm wearing a shirt, like undershirt, a, yeah. like an undershirt. Yeah, yeah, I put that on before my shirt. I put my underwear on before my jeans, and I, I put my socks on before my jeans. But, like, do you do your undershirt before you, like, do you do all your bottom half and then top half? Or is it all, all the under stuff and then the over stuff? I'm just curious now. No, you start in the middle, down, up. <laughs> but, like, you put your pants on before you put you on your tie, undershirt? You want, tie, you, you want the tide to rise, baby. What's that? <laughs> you put on your, do you put on your pants before your undershirt? Not usually, no. Yeah, so all the under well, stuff and then the... Yeah. Yeah, once in a while, if I'm feeling like, you know, you need a little change up. <laughs> I think the the pants have to go on, though. Uh, the order of the top isn't as important. What do you mean? Well, okay, so you're wearing an undershirt. You can put your pants mm-hmm. on, and then your undershirt to where you can tuck it in, and then your, mm-hmm. you know, your button-up or whatever you got going. Mm-hmm. But you can't put on your underwear after you put on pants. <laughs> and you shouldn't put socks on after you put on pants. <laughs> oh, the socks are the last thing every time. That's just weird. All right. We've spent enough time on that. thought that was great. <laughs> what else you got, Cal? Because <laughs> that's it. I've been saving those for months now. <laughs> <laughs> you shot all your bullets? <laughs> Uh, you guys right, will hear so from I me in August. Well, hold on. I got one from MPA from Mape. All right. Okay. Mape says, um, 
Will the Will Smith sad face because my wife cheated on me memes replace crying Jordan as the number one sad meme? As a follow-up, will Drew with a sign be coming out with a no more Will Smith entanglement meme signs? I hadn't heard about this. Yeah, I understood every word of that, but I didn't understand what you were saying. Uh, okay. Well, did you guys... Okay, so we're going to have to give context here. So, did you guys hear about this Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith thing? Uh-uh. They're, they're married. Okay. Well, for a while they had some issues, and she stepped out, which led people to believe that they were in some sort of open marriage, which I don't think they were. I don't know the details, man. I... So, so she was getting jiggy with it. <laughs> right. And... Um, so I guess there were there was a, a snapshot of a moment in the round table discussion they had uh, where you could tell he is sad or crying or has tears in his eyes, um, which I think Mape is saying is that like the Jordan thing, you know, with the with the tears. I guess I don't know what that is either. Yeah, no context for anything. Jeez, you guys mate. have never seen the Jordan crying meme where they where they put Jordan's like crying face on people like during sad moments. Oh, or yes, I have seen that. Yeah, so same thing. He's asking, do we think it'll replace it? And you know, you don't replace Jordan. So my answer is no. Will Smith. Is that who we're talking about? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think you replaced the Jordan. Yeah. That one's classic. Mm-hmm. I think. I the, mean, I'm looking at this right now. And <laughs> the, I'm no, looking it's not it up. That good. No, it's not as good as Jordan's. Agreed. I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize it was Jordan. <laughs> I've seen those memes out there. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> oh, shit. I don't watch sports. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. No. Jordan's the goat. Of crying. Of crying. And basketball. There you go. What else you got? That was probably the worst answer to that question that we could have had. Sorry. It was terrible. Yeah, we don't, yeah. don't know anything about it. You guys don't know shit. That's true. Um, Never claimed otherwise. It's not bull if it's true. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So here's a question I actually had written down, and then Drew had a nice segue that I totally missed earlier. Uh what state in the United States would you least want to live in? Florida? <laughs> I don't know. Arkansas? <laughs> Arkansas? Somewhere where it doesn't have anything cool. I mean, beyond Oklahoma. <laughs> You're saying Florida doesn't have anything cool? I'm not a beach person, so... A lot of old theme people parks. there. I don't really theme park. Good cigar culture. 
That is true. That is positive. They're number one in the COVIDs. Yeah. <laughs> you make that sound like a television show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you, I, I wouldn't want to live in California. What? I think it's a nice place to visit. Yeah, I can see that. It's like a cost thing or a politics thing. I don't know. Or Just a, a, everything. Traffic's bad. It. it costs a lot. <laughs> Kyle, what's your answer? Don't say Illinois. No, Illinois can't be the answer. There's places in Illinois that don't suck as much as I like to give you guys crap about it. Um, probably just <laughs> the South. Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> just all of it. What's wrong with Anything the South? Seceded. <laughs> yeah, if you were on the wrong side of the Civil War. Uh, yeah, they're forever branded as losers in my mind. Uh, I enjoy... Uh, okay. There are good places to visit there, like Drew was saying. I agree with that for sure. Really interesting stuff going on sometimes. But Mo, you were saying earlier that, that you don't you're, you're good with heat. Mm-hmm. I am not. No, oh, yeah. So I would hate most of the year in the South, and I can say that because I lived in the South for three years and was miserable. Right. So, so I ain't never going back. That's a good reason. That's actually why I would definitely think the south would be cool to live in because of it's hot because the heat yeah um, <laughs> wouldn't be very cool to live in then <laughs> yeah uh, um but uh least i i really probably that's tough man but i i would say i wouldn't want to live like in that whole dakotas or stuff like that just not enough action um, that's probably, uh, yeah, that'd probably be stuff like that. I would totally do that. Just plop my ass down somewhere pretty and call it done. That's yeah, that great. sounds good. Yeah. I need action. <laughs> that's a personal problem. Though. Yeah, you're, you're. No, I no, I just uh, look. I, <laughs> I I live, I live the rural thing just. Not me. Not it's legit. Me. It's the joy of the world is everybody mm-hmm. has their own preferences. Yeah. And uh, there's place for everybody. Because, so, dude, like, here's, like, what I always tell people, when people say, oh, like, I can't stand New York City. For me, I'm like, how can you not fucking love New York? Dude, you get there, the energy. The absolute energy just wants to make you get out and hustle your ass off. The smell. Yeah, there were large parts of that smitty city that smelled like (laughs) piss when I was there. And that's okay. That's part of the charm. That's part. But, but dude, you you see. You're charming me with piss. You see these street vendors out at like two in the morning. We're visiting cigar shops till one in the morning, one thirty in the morning. People are out and about as if it's like. You know, seven o'clock in the evening. Vegas. Um, no, because that's different. <laughs> that's, that's different. See, but that's a different. That's like a lifestyle thing too. You're saying, you know, you see this at two in the morning. I don't see shit at two in the morning. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My ass is sleeping. That's true. Oh, you're Me in too. bed by eight. 
that's what I'm saying. I don't care about the nightlife somewhere. No, but well, neither do I, obviously. And and Danny could attest to that because when we're in Vegas, I don't do that stuff. But it's about the energy. Like when you're, I guess for me, when I when I say energy, it's about you you feel motivated to accomplish things. Okay, and for me, like rural backdrops, rural atmospheres, or desolate, or not a lot of people is not motivating to me. I get motivated by action and, and by like people doing shit, if that makes sense. Like it would be, no, it would, it it'd be like, it would be like hanging out with a bunch of friends who were unmotivated versus hanging around with friends that are motivated. For me personally, no, that's legit. Everybody's yeah. different. And I think it comes down to like, what are your, you know, what, what do you enjoy in life? What are your goals? What are you aiming for? All that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Because the only reason I'm motivated half the time is so that later in my life I can be as unfucking motivated as I want to be and sit around. Yeah. So that's legit. That was way deeper than I thought it would be. That's what she said. Conversation about states. Because what you're seeing, by the way, is this like exodus from cities. I mean, even now, especially with with COVID, you are seeing more and more of that, um, which is interesting. Do you think that's going to continue, though? Um, I think a lot of it will come down to housing costs. I think a lot of people just can't afford to live in the city anymore. That's I mean, dude, true. it's, it is, you know, before COVID, you couldn't touch a like San Francisco, you couldn't touch a place for under three grand. You're talking like a 500 foot place. I mean, unless you're, when the poverty line is considered $120,000 a year, which would like put you in the top 5% of income in the entire country, like, there's issues there. There's, there's, that's hard. Right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Ain't wrong. It was more opportunities to work remotely. I feel like a lot of the jobs that you have to be in the city for Mm -hmm. are in the next, you know, 20, 30 years as people figure out that remote work. Mm -hmm. You'll at least have the option to have a city job somewhere else. Right. right. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so we have another question. Is Are we done with that one, by the way? Yeah, sure. Yeah, if we got another uh, topic, let's do it. So uh, Yogi underscore 1966 asks, what is our favorite cigar of all time? Well, that's a fucking tough question. Opus yeah, X Lost really City. Tough. Apparently, it's not a very hard question. No, that wasn't hard. No. Kinda. Is that like head and shoulders above everything else? Or yeah, you just pretty have much. That, that, that you feel confident in. That comes to mind. That's my all-time favorite. Easy. I've got a lot of like other favorites, but yeah, that one's uh, that one definitely sticks out. Yeah. 
And that's been that way since I met you. Oh, yeah. That's always been your favorite cigar. Holy shit, dude. We've been friends for almost a decade. Almost. Um, <laughs> Kyle, do you got a favorite? It's tough. There's a few. I'm trying to kind of wrestle my way through which one I would put at the top if I had to. Mm-hmm. Um, let me do let me do two two separate answers for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go with one as a cigar. If I could only ever smoke one cigar for the rest of my life, which one mm-hmm. would I pick? Right, would be my top. And then I'm gonna do the same thing for brand. Okay. okay. So for the cigar, I, I think I have to go Atabay. Okay. Like that cigar is just so good for any period, any time. Mm-hmm. Like it's just basically perfect, right? It is. I agree. So we'll call it that one, even though it's a tight race. Uh, and then um, brand. And I was actually saying this to somebody who messaged me back. I posted a, a picture of a cigar earlier today and uh, I got a message about that cigar. <clears throat> and I said, you know, even though there's only three different kinds right now, if I had to pick a brand, Patino would be the one that I would pick. Uh, and he said, same, no, no question. Really? So, yep. Huh. Interesting. Um, I appreciate that. There's something about the cigar and there's also, I don't know, there's that like X factor too, where like somebody, you know, and appreciate makes that cigar. And I think mm-hmm. people that, that have met people that make cigars kind of understand that, right? Like there's that additional connection and it feels cooler being like, all right, you know, Mo's a good guy. I like smoking the cigar, and it's a good cigar. Shit, that's fucking fantastic. I, I appreciate that, Cal. Um, oh, two heartwarming moments in one fucking night. <laughs> there you go. Buy some patina, that, guys. That, that's more than I've had for the last month. Um, but, I, you know, for me, I would say, and, and that's a really good answer. Cow because not about patina, but I'm saying <laughs> the, the cigar. You're yeah, that too, but the the cigar I would pick would not be the brand that I would pick, if that makes sense, or or I should say the origin, because I think my favorite cigar of all time is the Bolivar made for La Casa del Habanos, right? Um, the Cuban, yeah, but. I wouldn't, if like I only had to smoke one kind of cigar for the rest of my life, it wouldn't be Cubans. So that's a really good, that, that's a nice little twist to that. But both of the cigars you guys named are fantastic. I mean, I'm not as big of an Opus guy as you guys are, but Lost City is, is amazing. Yeah, it's a good cigar. There you have it. There it is. So, do you guys want to talk about what I was talking about earlier before we started? I think it's kind of funny, and maybe other people could relate to it. What were you talking so, about? Yeah, I don't remember it, but do uh, it. About the, uh, the search on, on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hit it up. Uh, we haven't talked about social media in a while, and for the most part... It seems like things were, because of COVID and all of that, things were uh, not as thoughtful, if you will. Um, But it seems to have made a wild comeback, uh, furiously. And so, 
as as the patina account has grown on instagram um when i go to like because you know building uh, a a base it's no secret you go you like different pictures of you know cigars or i like stuff of cars or of shoes uh you know jordans and stuff like that just so people see your name right yeah and um so when i go to the the cow what is it called when you go to like that when you go to search it's called the explore page in instagram but it's really just when you go to search okay yeah so it's like explore page and all of a sudden dude i'm seeing like all of like these cigar checks and, and, and um, I'm like, why is this showing up? Cause the only, the only people like that, that are like, I don't follow any of those type of girls. Right. Um, and the only women I follow are either my relatives, my sister-in-law and Erica and Amy. <laughs> right. So I'm like, um, you know, and, and, and women like that. And I'm like, man, this is really weird because so like I start, so I'm like, who are these people? Why is this showing up? Then all of a sudden you start seeing all these, this person like this, this person like this, this person. like, And it's just like, Oh, but you guys are both married. I'm in a committed, serious relationship. Are these types of things? And I know there are different I don't know how to explain it, but do you guys see this stuff as an issue? I mean, what do you mean an issue? Like, like if your wife were to pick up your phone, for example, and like this stuff shows up and it's like, you don't even like this stuff, but it's just like, okay, well this person follows me and that person follows that person. So that person that shows up in your feed or whatever, not your feed, but your explorer. Why would anybody go to my explore page? I'm just saying. If if because, your wife did, would it would it uh, sure if they did would it be all right that uh, yeah. whatever pops up there pops up? Yeah. Uh, yes. But more importantly, so I, just, I want to know. I just went to go mine. Ahead. I just went to my my search page <laughs> mm-hmm. since you're talking about this. And it's yeah. and it's like Stallone, cats and dogs, mm-hmm. bodybuilders, tools, those weird science pages. I follow and look at a bunch of those weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then like Schwarzenegger. Here's more cats, <laughs> dogs. So <laughs> oh, food, so my- barbecue, and stuff pop up. <laughs> yeah. So mine is. Cigars, NBA, Jordans, and then, yeah, like, just cigar-related stuff. Cigar dudes, cigar chicks. But it's just a lot of, I don't know, stuff that I've never liked myself, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that page gets driven off of the things that the people you follow like. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, people that you pay attention to like this stuff, maybe you will too. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, why are all my friends a little perverted? 
Yeah. And then you're like, well, they are, so that makes sense. <laughs> it is really weird sometimes what Instagram and Facebook decide to show you. They're like, you might be interested in this. And you're like, what? Yeah. What about me made you think that I would be interested in, in weightlifting? That, that's because mm-hmm. you're following me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's just funny the way that the whole thing works. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. I think we were... I can't remember the exact story of what happened, but my wife knows. Um, Somebody was teasing about something one day. And uh, I I, I don't even... If it was a friend or something, they're like, oh, Drew's probably at home like watching porn or something. And she's like, no, he's he's probably at home watching some Schwarzenegger movie he's seen 50 times. That's true. <laughs> that's that's how I feel yeah, like my exactly. feed is that she, if she she'd be completely let down if she actually looked at it going, God, I wish there was porn on there. <laughs> it's cigars and dudes. <laughs> <laughs> she probably makes her more worried. <laughs> Jeez, look at a girl every now and then. <laughs> right. Let's just confer, confirm you're uh, still interested in me. But yeah, man, it's kind of weird because from a brand perspective, you don't want to be you you don't want to exclude anybody, right? You don't want to make people feel like excluded. Everybody has a style. I respect that. Um but at the same time, I don't feel a need to objectify somebody to build the brand and if people smoke patina the focus should be on the cigar not and again I I will always say this patina was never cool so it could never be uncool so you're not going to see somebody holding up a patina trying to create some sort of lifestyle image but if they were, the focus should be on the cigar. You know, I don't, I don't like, I don't like when people use cigars as props to enhance whatever type of image they're going for. Because it's not fucking easy to do this. <laughs> it's really hard. You know, and I feel like you probably get, you know, depending on who is is smoking your stuff and who Mm -hmm. people see smoking your stuff that might help them decide if that's the kind of thing they would want to try. Sure. So if, if it's somebody that doesn't project the image that you're looking for, that your brand kind of has, then that could be detrimental. And and I'm not just saying of one particular kind of person that could be anybody. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if David Duke picked up a patina and started said, oh, I love the fucking Connecticut, I'm, you know, I mean, that's not good for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, and for those who don't know who David Duke is, Google it. Um, but anyway. But there's a lot, and maybe I just overthink it. It could be that too. But, 
there definitely is something that you know you want to build the foundation the principles that you want to build a brand on and mm-hmm. um for me it's like you just said Kyle with the dude that messaged you when you guys talked about it. it's like that to me is what it's about that there's a genuine that there's nothing that the brand itself makes about you the brand you smoke of cigars doesn't make you the car you drive doesn't make you the watch you wear doesn't make you okay your why do i spend so much money you. on it <laughs> yeah but I, but I don't, and I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't want the brand to ever represent that. I want it to represent, I'm comfortable with who I am. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. You know? It's like when Drew talks, when Drew, that post you did with the Davidoff was fucking hilarious. <laughs> you want to you tell people about that real quick? I should have actually posted it, posted it. You should have, yeah. Maybe I will this week. It's uh, a David off that uh, Cal actually sent me with um, everything I own. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Cal's comment was great. <laughs> you had a flashlight in there. Dude, I put everything in there. <laughs> flashlight. Guns, flashlight, wallet. I don't know what else. I just seriously grabbed everything. My wife's like, what are you doing? It's like, I got to make this goofy post before. Uh, I don't even know what we're doing that night. But It's a lifestyle, honey. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. I, Dude, that was awesome, Kyle. I, I, told her, well. I told her about it, and she's like, here, put this bottle of booze in there, too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> she gets it. Kettle uh, one. She thought it was Probably. funny. Oh, that's great. I mean, as always, we encourage people to be themselves. But I, I guess what I'm just trying to say, that doesn't mean that we're going to not give you shit. It just doesn't come across as being yourself. That's the problem. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just, again, man, it's just this constant need for, like, this, this attention. I think, mm-hmm. and um, and this is not about even male, female, whatever. It's people. <laughs> um, so, but yep. So that actually leads me to a question that that I think I had maybe asked you earlier, Mo. Mm-hmm. How is our species not extinct by now? <laughs> I just keep thinking this every day. I'm just like, what? <laughs> How have we survived? Um, I never thought I would live to see the day where people's wellness would be politicized. And I don't know if that's what you're getting at, but that's part of it you know just like well we had to close the schools down at this certain number of cases but now that we're like four times that number of daily cases we have to open them back up (laughs) right (laughs) like oh good this is going well yeah let's open disney (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with people? It's incredible. And then I don't know if you guys saw this, but there there was um, uh, an NBA player by the name of Jason Williams. Uh, two years or three years into, he used to play for the Bulls. To, was a really really good player, but like two or three years into his career, got in a really bad motorcycle accident and couldn't play anymore. So, um, dude's a smart dude. Went to Duke. Um, just a smart fucking guy. So he's he's been an analyst for like I don't know last few years. Um, but he did a video the other day about the NBA players who are in the bubble that have been posting online complaining about their food options, that they can't go party, that they can't, like, leave the bubble and stuff like that. And the dude just flipped out on him. He goes, you guys cannot be this tone deaf, you know? And part of that was the reason I posted the other day about empathy. And I think how that speaks a lot to what you're talking about is that People that have made it forgot where they started. People who don't have anything continue to struggle, right? Don't know how to, you know, this doesn't help people that were already struggling. Um, But I just think there's a lack of empathy, man. I really do. And especially as the, the wealth gap continues to widen and all of that, you're going to see more of that. Crazy times we live in. Yes. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts? There's just no sign of them getting less crazy. No. Like, when you asked that question, what were, what were your thoughts? That's just kind of everything, right? Like, you have, uh, I think there's sort of dumb decisions happening. Like, you know, reopen everything in the face of all evidence, I think, is probably not, not a great choice. Right. Um, you have uh, people just acting like idiots and assholes is the real big thing. You see it all the time right now. And maybe maybe some of this just gets amplified because you can see it more easily than you ever could before. Like we had a, a shop here in, in our city. Uh, so we had a mask order go into effect today where if you're in a public place, in a public building or in any building, actually, any building that's not your home, you have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, because our cases spiked and we had, we had, uh, one company posted a sign that said no masks allowed. You'll be refused if you're wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I was just like, what are you doing to your employees? Like, what is wrong with you? That's insane. Like as a human being, how do you do that? It's, it's just stuff like that, right? There are hundreds and hundreds of examples. Again, I, I think a lot of people are politicizing what is a health issue. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Which is incredible to me. That but then you just care. wonder, like, the level of intelligence that that takes uh, compared to the level of intelligence you would think it would take to survive as a species. <laughs> the bar <laughs> for survival seems really low. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to be better. I mean, we really do. I don't know. Look, like I've said before, COVID, whatever, might not kill any of us. 
But I can tell you for sure that I do not want to fucking get it. Yep, that's all that it comes down to. I don't like being sick, and if I can avoid that, all all is well. (laughs) Exactly. I think that if you... The one thing nobody should ever take for granted is their is their health. It's the biggest mistake you could ever make. The fact that you can get up every day and try to accomplish your goals or, or do your business or walk, talk, see, touch, feel. That's a blessing. You know? And you don't see people that don't have their health be stupid about this. Because they understand what it's like not to be able to. If that makes sense. So we're not so much the assholes of Monday, are we? That's what I'm saying. We're the assholes. We're the assholes of Tuesday. Right, and the uh, <laughs> the compassionate people of Monday. <laughs> yeah, and I would say a lot of this extends well beyond all kinds of these different things, but I don't think we're going into those places. Mm-hmm. And that's okay mm-hmm. for now. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, yeah. All I know is I want to be on the road again sometime this decade, so please wear a fucking mask. <laughs> Wash your fucking hands. <laughs> Wash, yes. <laughs> start start with that. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Put your socks on first. Put your socks on first. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Socks or pants? Oh my god. Tell me if I'm crazy. Socks or pants? Yeah, but never socks with sandals. <laughs> that have the uh split toe or whatever you call it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you do, at least put them on before you put your pants on. <laughs> Next week, guys, have a good one. Exactly. All right, guys. Cheers, gentlemen. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, direct message us, um, email the Sons of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>